Welcome, you're listening to the Agile Unemployment Podcast, where in each episode, we take an in-depth look at being out of work. We'll talk about the programs and benefits available to you. We'll talk about the job hunting process itself. And most importantly, we're going to address the psychological and emotional impact that being out of work has on the individual. I'm your host, Sabina Sulat. I'm an HR expert and author. A few years ago, I lost my dream job and found myself unemployed for the first time in my life. I was frustrated by the lack of resources and information available to people out of work. But more than that, I was just stunned by the fact that we don't talk about unemployment. I took my experience and I turned it into a book and I now coach people to build resilience while they're out of work. If you are out of work, if you recently lost your job or maybe you've been unemployed for a while or maybe you're just afraid that you might lose your current job, this is the place to be. We're a safe place where we can talk about all aspects of being out of work. We can answer your questions and we can help you build resilience so that when you go back to work, you are stronger and more confident than ever. So let's get started. Hey there, it's Sabina. Thanks for joining me. If you are keeping track of this podcast, you will know that I usually drop something on Tuesday and no, the world has not gone crazy. It is indeed a Wednesday and this is a special podcast because Today, September 14th, 2022, is the one-year anniversary of the launch of the book, Agile Unemployment, and I wanted to commemorate it. I wanted to celebrate it. I wanted to take some time and talk about what it was like launching the book, what's happened in the past year, and what's the future going to look like for this concept of Agile Unemployment. So let's go back a year ago, <laughs> and people who knew who know me who knew me uh, will tell you that I was I was probably going a little beside myself. I was doing something I'd never done before, completely out of my comfort zone. I was wrapping up. I was launching a, my first book. I was self publishing. It is a self published book. Not having ever done this before, it seemed like every moment, every couple of days, I came up against this new thing I had to do to release the book. I'm not going to bore you with all of the details, but it was, I have told people this, people approach me all the time who want to write a book, and I tell them, the easiest part is writing the book. What you think is the hardest part, getting all the words down. That's nothing compared to book designers, editing meetings, cover art, you know, learning graphics, finding, getting everything into a publisher, or if you're self-publishing, a printer, all of those things. I learned things I never even conceived of. I'm sure I didn't do everything right. I know I did a lot of things wrong. Looking back now, I can't believe I did all of it. I feel very empowered. And now that I'm working on my second book, I know a lot of the pitfalls, but I'm discovering new ones. If you are thinking of writing a book, reach out to me. I will help you any way I can because I I had people supporting and helping me, but a lot of things I did on my own. And it was hard. Things like I'll share a story. I found a great book designer wonderful guy, 
helping me out tremendously. Now it's funny. At the time, it wasn't. Right around Labor Day, he sent me an email. He said, hey, I'm working on your final files. Then, you know, you'll take them to uh, Ingram and Amazon and you'll upload everything and you'll be good to go. He said, I'm going camping with my son over Labor Day weekend, but I'll send you the files. And he didn't send me the files. I went insane. If you could listen to the emails or voicemails that I left him, it kind of sounded like we broke up because every every couple of hours I'd be calling him like, where are you? Where are my files? I need my files. Hey, it's me. Are you there? I'm sure he plays it at parties and laughs about it. But for me, it was this guy had my baby and I needed it back. And of course, if you fast forward beyond the Labor Day weekend, innocently enough, it was just a cross in communication. He cleared his morning, got me my files that I needed. I managed to load everything and happy ending. I hit my deadline, but it was a couple of grueling days for me. Not my favorite Labor Day weekend. And I would recommend this book designer to anyone. He was an just an awesome guy and a great book designer. Other things that uh, happen. I had a mentor who recommended a company to do my book cover. And I took that suggestion. What followed was six months of going back and forth over covers. And yes, I hate to admit this, but the cover that we used for the book was one of the first ones they sent me. And I think that was on me trying to be a perfectionist. And I really thank a friend of mine who talked me off the ledge and helped me work out some color schemes. And when the day is done, I'm really happy with what I had. A few things, a little panic in uploading things to Amazon, which everyone says you have to have. I have to say the support staff there were lovely and helped me out. But it was things I didn't know to expect. Like it takes 72 hours for it to uh, show on their marketplace. No one told me that. Uh, I did not budget my time accordingly. I've learned. And these are all things that they're forgivable. The, the bottom line is I had a book. One unique thing that happened last year is we were still in kind of the embrace of COVID. Uh, we had all gotten vaccinations, but there were still other issues. So I had a virtual launch party. I had a bunch of friends reach out to me and say, you know, we want to throw you something, but it doesn't look like we can. What do we do? And I'm like, no problem. I'm going to have a virtual launch party of my book. Have no idea of where I came up with that concept. And here's the really funny thing. So I, I had read, I'd been told, okay, so you want to have your soft launch on a Friday, your hard, hard launch on a Tuesday. That's how I picked my dates. I decided the virtual launch party was the soft launch. That would be on a Friday. I stupidly set up a call. I invited pretty much everybody in my address book. You know, you have that thing of, oh my gosh, what if I throw a party and nobody comes? That's horrible. It's one of the worst things that can happen to you. Except when you throw a party and everybody accepts. And that's what happened to me. Very few people declined. And I thought, oh my gosh, 
well, my free Zoom line is certainly not going to be able to handle this. And setting up a Zoom line and, and debating that and getting links together. And I have to say, my virtual launch party was probably one of the most fun things I did during the pandemic. Leading up to it, not so much. We had a technical glitch and a lot of people couldn't join. I have to thank everybody who did. I sent thank you notes. I hope I remembered everybody. But it ended up being kind of a fun, not even 90 minutes of, you know, recognizing the book. We played some trivia. We did the, you know, what's your worst job ever? Who here's been out of work? What did you do? What did you learn? The response from people I knew, the support, the, you know, your friends are great when they're proud of your accomplishments as if they were their own. And I felt that that night. We like to tear people down when they're successful. And I I have to say my network, my friends, and they came from everywhere. Friends, my alma mater, former colleagues, my networking group, everybody was equally happy for me. And we don't get that enough in life. So if you were one of those people invited to the party and you came or you didn't come and you sent me a note, I just a sincere thank you from me for your support of me and of the book. Not a bitter person there. And I think I was riding that wave of support. I think I'm still riding it. And it was the accommodation people made. My mentor, Shauna, was at a fundraiser at a zoo and called in. I mean, come on, that's commitment. Uh, My friend, Nora, was on the way to a club to see a singer with her husband. Her husband's driving the car and she is phoned in as well. I had uh, one of my coaches was actually out at dinner and had took in his laptop and logged in. I I mean, really? Uh, how, how, How do you thank people who do this for you? You pay it forward and you offer to be there for them and you enjoy their successes as much as they've enjoyed yours. So Thank you, everybody, for that. And I will continue to thank you on LinkedIn and in other ways. And it was beyond people calling in. People sent food to my house. I'll put this on LinkedIn and Facebook, but people sent charcuterie platters, treats, all matching my brand to my house as if I had a house full of people running a party. And I thought it was adorable that everybody tried to send food and colors that I liked and foods that I liked. Somebody, and I to this day don't know who, please come forward, but somebody actually went to the local bakery and had them recreate my book cover on a cake. That cake is still in my freezer, very carefully wrapped. I might have to break it out the next time I have company, but it's really hard to top that cake. I got balloons. I got flowers that were Again, following like my brand colors, which if you haven't been to the website, reworkingworks.com, colors are plum, lavender, black, silver, beautiful orchid arrangements, roses. I, it felt like I was queen for a day and it was the best feeling ever. And yet I still had, I've had repeats of that feeling every time I'm able to help someone, every time someone tells me. I read your book and it helped me. 
I had a former colleague who didn't reach out to me, but read my book. And I asked her, why didn't she reach out? And she said, well, I figured you were too busy, never too busy. I hope I'm never too busy. I hope what I experienced a year ago, anyone out there, whatever's going on in your life, I hope you have a, a period of time like that in your life. I don't think it'll ever be topped, but I'm willing to try. What's happened since then? It's not a bestseller. I, I posted this on Facebook or LinkedIn or somewhere. Yeah, it's like 70 cents per copy that's sold that goes into my pocket. So go ahead and move some money to Switzerland with that last check. I, I didn't want to become rich doing this. I wanted to get out there a guide to help people because I couldn't find anything like it. I love when people tell me they've read the book, what they've gotten out of it. If you bought it on Amazon, please leave a verified review. If you don't want to do that, email me and tell me what you liked. Tell me if there was something I left out. I can handle it. I've gotten countless little testimonials and I save them all and they mean the world to me. Just recently, uh, Saturday morning, I woke up this weekend, took a while waking up. I logged on to social media and somebody had posted a picture of the book and a post about how they were just thinking of transitioning to a new job and how much it helped them. And it wasn't just that post. It was the, I think there were over 30 comments and there were over 70 people who liked the post, a few shares. Thank you, not for me, but for spreading the word to others who need that assistance. And that was in the comment threads. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm in this position or I know someone. I'm going to buy them the book. That's the point. And please do it. And I appreciate it. And I hope they do. And what I love about this is people want to help other people. That was one of the things I wanted to make happen uh, because you don't know how to help someone. And even if it's giving them a book or sharing an idea from the book, I hope. I don't want anyone to feel as isolated or helpless as I did when I was out of work. So I want to thank that person Saturday and everyone in the past year who's done something like that. What's happened for me and uh, my business and the line of business of Agile Unemployment? So a lot. I've been asked to speak at organizations. I often do it for free, uh, usually to organizations where people are out of work, veterans organizations, uh, you know, single parents, people who are trying to get back to work after being disabled, church groups, anything like that, reach out to me. We'll make it happen other things, organizations who pay me to speak. And I do that too. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Uh, no keynotes yet, fingers crossed, coming up uh, because I want to get the word out there. When I was dealing with this concept of writing the book, I had a friend, uh, my friend Sarah Canistra, ask me, you know, is, is, have you seen another book like this? And I said, no, I haven't. And I think that makes it hard for people to get the concept. Proud that there isn't anything else out there like it. I hope one day that there'll be dozens, if not hundreds of books like this, because that means then 
The goal of normalization has been reached. Other things. The podcast. The podcast is going to, in two days, celebrate its one-month anniversary. I'm so pleased with this. We've gotten over 200 downloads in a month. A lot of them for just one episode. I have to figure out what's behind that. But again, considering my ineptitude with technology, this is amazing. And I have gotten questions from the podcast. People email me in a stealth way to answer a couple of them. I will look to do a live Q&A probably by the end of October, hopefully. Please keep reaching out and I will answer questions on the podcast. I've already started doing it and I would love to hear how it helps you. So there you have that. A lot of posting on LinkedIn, a lot of people following and keep doing that. Uh, sharing posts. I really appreciate it. Things moving forward. I don't think there's a limit to this because people will always be out of work. I, I look to launch a class soon. I want to help as many people as possible. And that's the goal. The past year, again, not the most profitable of my life, my professional life, but also not the worst. And I, Definitely one of a lot of change, a lot of movement, a lot of doing things, a lot of helping people. And that makes me very, very happy. I think I am personally excited for next year and the next year and after that to see where this goes. And I just want to thank everybody for supporting me, supporting this concept. I'll always say this. I'm sorry that you need me, this podcast, this book. I hope that it's something no one ever needs, but if you do need it, I am so glad that it's there for you. And I'm so glad that I can be there for you as anyone listening is being there for me. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And there you have it for today. I hope you learned something or heard something today that is helping you as you are in your out-of-work journey and that will help you normalize the conversation about being out of work. If you heard something that resonated with you, please show us support, subscribe, like, or comment on something. If you'd like to learn more information, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Sabina Sula. I'm the only one. You can also reach out to me on my website, reworkingworks.com. You can also email me at s-s-u-l-a-t at reworking.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to know about private coaching, more about the book, more about the podcast, I wish you luck in your getting back to work journey. I hope that you've learned something here that if it hasn't made that journey a little shorter, it's at least made it a little easier. Until next time, thanks for joining.